I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashtin Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today we have part two of our discussion on positivity and comfort zones. And we have a fascinating discussion, especially on comfort zones and how to rethink them through. We have Kristen Butler, who's going to join us. If you haven't heard part one, make sure you go and listen to that because this is a continuation of that and it'll make sense in continuity. Enjoy. Do you have affirmation rules as well? I think I do have some guidelines that I share in my positivity journal. And I think the biggest takeaway, though, is that to make it feel real for you, because this isn't something that I mean, no one else is watching. You can just do it yourself and choose statements or write statements that just feel like, hey, that could be my next step. That could be realistic. You can have a big goal like I want to be a millionaire. Or I'm a millionaire. But how are you going to bridge that? The bridging it is just so important. So it feels real to you. So there's no resistance. There's no resistance in it. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. it has to feel real. And you can say it whenever. You can do it throughout the day. You can have different affirmations throughout the day. So you're just constantly filling your mind up with these positive thoughts. Correct? Yeah. I think it's really important, though, to keep the same ones. Because, I mean, everyone's different. But for me... When I would achieve that, I would get a new one. And so it was like, when you're doing affirmations intentionally, you're ingraining that thought into your body, literally your mind and your body. So your brain is looking for evidence in your environment for that. And so if you keep the same ones, I feel like that makes such a difference in it happening. If you're kind of like, just kind of buzz through a different one every day, that can also have an impact. Not saying it doesn't, but... It's more scatterbrained, I think, in a way. It could still work, but I think focusing you're and being super You're putting your energy in too many different places. Yeah, exactly. And so if you're really focused in one area, you'll see it transform. I think sometimes people give up on affirmations too quickly because it's not happening, but they might not be having, you know, a specific practice or keeping those same ones so that they can actually really see the results happen over time. Very interesting. I like that. Be focused in your affirmations. Keep consistent in them because ultimately I think affirmations are also habits. And I've done an entire podcast on this where we were speaking about how be careful about the music that you listen to because when you repeat the lyrics over and over again, they're almost like affirmations right there. I love that. You're exactly right. In fact, I even really watch the music that I listen to and my children listen to because of that. And I even think about the type of music that people like, like, okay, where's their headspace with that, you know, and music can help us in through dark times to kind of get those feelings out. But if we want to see forward progress, we definitely want to align with music that feels good. And then it's also positive as well. I agree. I completely agree with that. I've changed my music in that same way. I was going to ask you the same thing about (laughs) your music during rock bottom versus now would be completely different, right? That you listen to. Wow. I think so. During that time, I think during darker times, I was listening to more like And not to like label a type of music that people are listening to, but definitely lyrics that are more focused on the pain elements and the problem and the hurt and didn't realize at that time I was just 
making that grow because I was just attaching to those feelings of the song. And, you know, music is so powerful. People use even like, like sing their affirmations or put music with their affirmations. There's a great app. I think it's called like the think up app and you can put music with your affirmations. So could you imagine? Yeah. yeah, Could you imagine if you are putting pain music that's kind of focused around the pain of what you're going through, you know, no wonder you're going to go through it, right? It's absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So true. Awesome. All right. Habit number four. What do you think is your fourth favorite positivity habit? I think mental health checks, like checking in with my mindset of where I am, how I'm feeling, and then how I can move to where I want to be. I know that sounds a bit odd, but checking in with ourselves. I think oftentimes we're just busy in our head and we're going through the day and process of life and not like stopping, breathing, thinking about how we're actually feeling in our body and then catering to that. I can be very busy sometimes. And it wasn't until I started like taking that time and then doing that motion that I just talked about And then I'm like, oh, wow, I do have a little bit of tension in my shoulders or, you know, I should go stretch, you know, things like that and checking in with ourselves. I think you're absolutely right because we're so outward focused in our days, like, you know, when you're scrolling on Instagram, right? It's outward focused, pausing, looking back and saying, how am I doing? How am I feeling? What's going on? Am I fine? Is there anything that I need to do? You know, I think these checks really allow you to then make better choices in the terms of the actions that you take or the thoughts that you think post that. Yeah, I think if we all do a little bit more of that, we're going to feel better throughout our day for sure. And in the start, you said drinking water is a positivity habit. I, I, I love that. Tell me a little bit more about that. How is that a positivity habit? You know, our body runs on water, right? I mean, I think what's the statistics about the dehydration in this country? So many of the oh, problems. Yeah. So many of the problems are really just because we need to drink more water. I know I personally feel so much better when I'm like drinking, you know, more water, our systems are moving better. Our brain is more coherent. And so I think it's these little things that we might forget about that actually make the most difference. That's, you know, nearly free that can help us live longer, happier lives. And to me, that's totally a positivity habit if it's going to help me live a longer, happier, healthier life. There was this funny meme that was going around mm-hmm. saying that we're basically 75% water. So we're basically cucumbers with anxiety. And, and now we can say we're cucumbers with positivity. Yeah. I think that is a better way of thinking about it. That's good. I like that. So Kristen, you speak about comfort zones as well, right? Like I remember you were talking about this just before the podcast we started. So there's positivity and there's comfort zone. What is the deal with comfort zones? Yeah. So to me, our current definition of the comfort zone is really not a very comfortable place. And so I want to redefine our comfort zone. And my advice actually is to start thriving in your comfort zone. Because comfort should be a comfortable place. And our current definition describes a complacent place, place of inaction, a place when you look deeper, you're actually, your inaction is due to fears or insecurities or feeling like life is not rigged in your favor. So I want to take positivity the next level and make a comfort zone actually a comfortable place where people can thrive. It's full of positive emotion. There's growth and there's flow. And it's a place that we don't shame ourselves to be. We're working every day to eventually be comfortable 
And yet we shame ourselves for comfort and being in a comfort zone. Doesn't seem like a great strategy to live a fulfilling life. So I love this thought of complacent zone versus comfort zone, right? The two are completely different, especially in the words. Complacency is that, oh, I've just given up. Oh, I'm just happy with the way that life is. Nothing needs to change. It's all cool. Comfort is cozy, right? Comfort is a hot chocolate. Comfort is, you know, a nice book like what you have snuggled up on a sofa reading it. Those are happy moments, Why are we thinking happy moments are bad? Like you said, we're shaming ourselves into this. And I think that this is such a powerful thing. It's an aha moment for me because I just wrote a book and in that we spoke about comfort zones and how, you know, this whole idea of breaking out of your comfort zone every day is a terrible idea because that's just too traumatizing for you or your mind or your body to do. We have to stretch our comfort zones. And I love this thought. It's actually the complacency zone that is the negative place, not necessarily the comfort zone that's the negative place. Yes. When I was at rock bottom, what I call in my book, the complacent zone, because I was ridden with fear, anxiety. I was having panic attacks in this place. I wanted to give up. And so this certainly is not a comfort zone. And the current comfort zone that society talks about is kind of this place. And we need to just redefine what that really is so that we can help people know where they are so they can get to where they're going. And it doesn't have to be through force and stepping out of your power and hustling and burning yourself out. There's better ways to do it, more sustainable ways. Can you expand a little bit on that? What are the ways in which that you would typically guide people to either step out of the complacency zone, expand the comfort zone? You know, in my book, I don't talk a lot about habits because I think everyone's different. There's some habits in there, but we want to use our emotions as our guidance system. And so how do we get back to gratitude from where we are? And we've already kind of talked about that in this episode so far. And when we prioritize what feels good. So when I was at a rock bottom place, instead of focusing on how much more work can I do and value can I put to that, I thought about how can I care for myself? How can I have fun today? What can I do to help someone else? And when we take that focus off of the hustle and the grind and the forcing and success, and we get into a flow And that's what I talk about is the comfort zone and ask ourselves, what do we need? You know, what would feel good? What would be fun? These questions are so important to our day. And as they build up over time, it's just, it changes your whole perspective and then your whole life from that place. I'm having so many aha moments while you're talking about this, right? Because normally we think about flow as doing that difficult thing, you know, just that at edge of our comfort zone. But it is so important that that flow is still part of our comfort zone. It is not something that we're doing that is so dramatically out there. To me, the flow state is like, you know, when an athlete's on the court, like like basketball court and they're, they're scoring points, they're feeling good. And everyone says like, he's in the zone, you know, that saying of being in the zone. I feel like we all have access to being in the zone. And that's really like the ultimate experience of the comfort zone is feeling good, being in the flow, you know, harnessing our gifts, having fun, doing well, and, you know, being aligned with our purpose and our mission, you know, because we're here to live out our mission. And there's just so many people who are not. And to me, that's just such a tragedy. 
All right, we're going to come back to the podcast after a quick break. Welcome back to the Habit Coach podcast. Let's continue. In your book, so you have a book on comfort zones, you have a book on positivity. What what other books do you have? Are there a series of them? Yeah, so I have the Positivity Journal, 3-Minute Positivity Journal. And then we are coming out, that's a 60-day. We are coming out with a 90-day in June because of demand. Everyone wanted to continue going and they, they, they went through many editions of that first one. And then I have the Comfort Zone that is out April 18th. And yeah, so that's three books by June. I'll have three. Fantastic. What was the thought behind making these books, writing these books? You know, positivity and prioritizing what felt good, what felt comfortable, completely changed my life, all areas of my life. As I said, when I was at rock bottom and I'm just a person like anyone else, if this helped me, it's going to help someone else. And there's just so much stress in the world so much negativity and it doesn't have to be this way. If we can all intentionally take, change our mindset and our habits, we can really change our world. So I wrote these books because it's what the world needs today. There's just so much out there that's harmful to our minds and our bodies and we need that positive momentum. And you like the workbook format of sitting down and daily filling up these, the books and the pages, etc. Yeah, with the journal, I think it's important that we get off of our phones. We're all on our phones so much of the day and on our, on our computers. And taking the time out, even research says that there is this chemistry that happens when we're writing down our goals, writing down what we're grateful for, and just doing a bit of journaling. It's just very powerful in moving us for out of a stuck place. And our community, Power Positivity, was just full of people who wanted more positive in their life, but they they didn't know what to do. So I wanted to help them take action. And so this was a quick three minutes a day in the morning and three minutes at night, a quick way to get that momentum going when they commit to it. Fantastic. Chris, and finally, can you tell us a few of the stories of people who've been using the journal or, you know, people that you've coached on what kind of changes happen in their life with becoming more positive? Yeah, that's a great question. So many people have written to me that they're they're on their first, second, third. There's one lady I even dedicated in my new book. She did four journals and, you know, people have seen promotions at work. It's helped them through grief. I never really realized that the book would help someone through grief. And I, I just love that because that's such a difficult place to move through. You know, they've seen just every area of their life transform that that's why they continue to do it every day because they not only feel good, but then over 30, 60 days, they start seeing changes in their life and they're like, oh, this really works. So I, I made it in a way that it's just all the different habits that I did during that decade to rebuild my life and kind of tried to compact it into a morning and an evening entry to make it super easy and functional for someone who has a busy life, but wants to start making changes. It's so interesting, right? A busy life wants to start making changes and you see such a dramatic effect by just changing the way that you think about the situations around you. Chances are the situations haven't changed. They're the same, but it's just that your perception about them changes when you think about positivity in this format. Yes, Kristen, absolutely. Um, I absolutely love talking to you. How can people get in touch with you? How can people, you know, be a part of all this amazing stuff that you're doing? 
Yeah. Thank you. I just launched my new website, positivekristen.com. So you can connect with my socials on there. I even have a quiz to find out if you're in your comfort zone or if you're in your complacent zone or also the survival zone I talk about. So three zones of living, you can go take the free quiz, what check it out and ones? see where you the, are. There's complacency zone then? Yeah. Complacent zone. zone comfort zone and survival zone. So I think that's like the hustle, the hustle culture (laughs) is the survival zone. And I was in all three of them. And I think a lot of us are at one time in our life are in all three. So uh, you can go take the quiz, add me on socials, all of that fun stuff. Amazing. What are your social handles? Positive Kristen. Yeah. Positive. I mean, me personally, positive Kristen, then empower positivity, the brand. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining and being part of the Habit Coach Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Awesome. Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media via IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashdin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to my website, awesome180.com. Now, I have just published my first book. It is called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Please do check it out on Amazon and wherever else you get your books. 